0: Dig in.
1: the MBH Van Horn joining you from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, and this show has everything. Today, our final day, we're going to discuss the last thing we're eating ever for any reason. Any reason. A starter before we finish, a glass before we pass, an entree before we exit, and a sweet treat before our sweet release. We're not actually waiting on a call from the governor, but on today's show, we're going to imagine... The meal we'd like to savor for the rest of eternity. As per usual, the circumstances don't matter, but your food choices definitely do. Today on the show, we're talking last meals, so get ready to get hungry, but please don't talk to me about pud.
0: am <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Too late. Uh, joining me today from Animal Loft Studios, Animal Loft Sinks. In Delmar, New York, it's Bobby Pape.
2: Don't make me explain
1: <laughs> That's Patreon content. Yeah, it is. And in Middle Aged Mama Studios, of course, in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary Butler. Hello. And in, are we still too cold? Yes, too cold studios in Lynwood, <laughs> Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hello. Uh, today on the show, we've got some small talk. We will read your responses to last week's question of the week about your favorite president. Medium talk is our platonic ideal of a meal and as always we'll let you know how you can get involved with the show. But first up is small talk. Hillary, do you wanna get us started?
0: I will. Okay. I did not really preview this last week because I was like in denial that it was happening. Um Bridget's um, birthday party was last weekend which I've somehow been like t- like I'm like we're going to New York that was her big present you're not having a party sure 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 but can I have a sleepover <laughs> <And> I'm like <laughs> it starts off with like one person and like maybe two and then there's three all of a sudden okay fine so is she your daughter or something like I, how does it's this so weird mm-hmm. I have no mm-hmm. idea I have no idea she's nothing like me so um, she has three of her friends over I I was like, "Listen, we're going to I'm going to order some pizza. We'll get a cake, but it's going to be really low key. I'm not doing like activities for you guys. You guys can just do what you want." Um so that's all fine and good. The girls come over. There's, you know, one of them that I don't love, but you know, it's <laughs> fine. Um, you know, sometimes you don't like your your kids' friends, and it just is okay. She's not evil. Well, whatever. She's just not my taste. But um anyway, so they come over we do food and we're they're all like hanging out, doing whatever they're doing. And then <clears throat> I retire to uh, my bedroom and watch uh, season two of Sex and the City as though I had never seen it one million times. <laughs> and I'm like happy as a clam. And then I text Bridget, like, come here. Um, hey, I said, you know, I'm going to let y'all stay up until midnight, but then you got to shut it down. And she was like, oh, you said one. And I said, I never said one. You guys decided one. I said 12. And I said, I'll give you a deal. 12.30, lights are out. She said, okay. And I said, also, downstairs is closed. Y'all aren't going downstairs. You are in your room right now. And she said, okay, okay, that's fine. So then um, I, at 12.30, I said, okay, girls, like, you know, time to go to bed. I'm shutting the lights off. Time to go to bed, and I know. I mean, I'm not dumb. Like, I knew they were gonna stay up, but the way sleepovers work, but I'm like, "You gotta keep it contained." There, at least, like, don't let me hear you. This is the thing with my kids. I'm always like, if you do dumb shit, like, don't get caught. <laughs> this is all,
1: yeah. I, all I want. And <laughs> like, be conspicuous and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Yes, I
0: don't want to be involved in this. So, um, you know, twelve thirty two or something, I hear giggling and running around, and I <clears throat> burst out of my room, and I'm like, Bridget. And then one of the little girls was <laughs> downstairs washing her hands because she said, you guys were out of soap upstairs. I don't think that's true, but OK. Um, and then I said, OK, go back upstairs. And then all of a sudden I heard more running and giggling around. And I was like, Bridget. And then her, she and her friend, I'm not going to name her, were running around doing whatever. And I said, go upstairs to the friend. And I talked to Bridget. And I was like, listen to me you are being disrespectful and your friends are being disrespectful. And all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I became like a boomer. Like I was like, I've never (laughs) used the word disrespectful in that term. Like, and the thing is, I don't mean it. I like a sassy kid. Like a kid can be sassy as long as they are following the rules. Like I could feel them rolling their eyes at me again. That's fine. I'm lame. I'm a parent. I, I, I know that I suck. Like I get it, but at least just put on the veneer of, of humoring me for this moment. Um, I might have made Bridget cry. I didn't mean to. I was just sort of like I was tired. I wanted to go to bed. I go to bed at like ten thirty, even on a That's Saturday too night. Late. It's so no late. Flight. So then fine. She kind of was like, Okay, I need to I need to I need to go to bed. And I'm like, you need to tell your friends like it's time to go to bed, or at least just like keep it quiet in your room. So they go to bed. I'm like you know, honk shoe, honk shoe. It's time to go to bed. Um, I'm sleeping at like four. It's as though the Gestapo has arrived at my bedroom door. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, Dave and Rory stayed at a hotel, so which was smart because oh, that nice would have been a them. nightmare. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and one of the other little girls said the Gwen girl that I'm not such a big fan of. Uh, she doesn't feel good and she's gonna throw up. And I was like, of course it's her. And I really had to like draw on all of my. <laughs> Kindness to not be actively annoyed at the situation, and I was like, "Are you okay?" She said, "I think so." And then I I gave her a glass of water, and I said, "Just slowly drink this." She drank it. And she said, "Okay, I feel better." And then she went wait. To sleep. Did she
3: eat too much bacon?
0: No, she ate too much. <laughs> sugar. She ate too much sugar or whatever. I mean, because then I, I had gotten donuts for the morning, and they had broken into the donuts, which I mean, okay. oh. I know. And then I. Okay, and then Bridget – I said, okay, go back to sleep. I turned on – Bridget has a sound machine. I turned on the sound machine, and I left. And then one of the other little girls said, it's too loud. And so she turned the sound machine off. Then Bridget came into my room because I have a sound machine going. And then she couldn't settle. And then I was like, just go to Rory's room and go settle in there. So she went and, like, slept by herself and, like, (laughs) had the sound machine going. I woke up around, like, 8. I mean, I think I got – three and a half hours of sleep that night. Like it was just, I mean, maybe a little bit more, but it was just so broken up that I felt delirious. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, poor Bridget was still sleeping. Those other girls were awake and they were kind of like bebopping around town. I felt really bad because I was sending them back to their parents. You know, I'm like, Hey, I'm really sorry. These kids are going to be really tired. Luckily it was Sunday, but luckily it was the long weekend. So everybody had a day to recover. Uh, I woke Bridget up. and I'm like, you got to say goodbye to your friends. They're getting picked up at 10. So there was like a, sort of finale to it and the Bridget finally said I think next year let's just invite one person and I want to invite oh. this one person that's like a nice kid and I was like I think that sounds great I think that sounds like the right choice <laughs> anyway I felt myself like transformed you know you start off I start off parenting like I, I'm gonna be cool and I feel like I am cool but when the in that situation one the like amount of noise and giggling is just annoying and two the like Another thing that irritated me, I had gotten them seven ups because I was like, okay, fine. I got those like little mini um, cans of seven up and somebody spilled it. And I, when I went downstairs on Sunday morning, my flip flop like stuck to the floor No, and I was enraged. I was so mad and I had to really like think about what I was like as a kid. I'm sure I left messes in my wake. Like I know I did. So I just have to have some kindness, but. It's just, I can't tolerate it. It's not for me. I'm not even that much of a neat freak. It's just this, like, a bunch of crap everywhere and empty cans. And Missy's going to laugh at me because she's going to be like, you left empty cans all over my house. I'm sure I did. But (laughs) as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bit more anal. Anyway, so yeah, I am. this
1: reminds me of, so I've been a lame mom since I was about 16. (laughs) Because as soon as I was able to drive, it was up to me to pick my sister up from things. Mm -hmm. You know, so like, I was the one driving her around. And at one point, she was visiting her she was at her boyfriend's house, like her cute little middle school boyfriend's house. Sure. And um, I was supposed to go pick her up. And I, I must have called her on the oldie timey telephone. (laughs) And I because this was before like cell phones and I said something to her like okay I'm gonna be there in about 15 minutes and I want you to be waiting for me because I am not going in there
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and I was like oh my god Where I am a 45 year old <laughs> mother <laughs> like, <laughs> that is something my mom would say but I really don't want to go in there I'm not gonna no. make small talk with her parents I'm a, I'm a teenager like just <laughs> look for me and be ready and come out when I'm there
0: Ugh. Ugh. the only thing that I liked the only thing I enjoyed one of the girls that I do like she is obsessed with Hamilton and she was singing some Hamilton and I was like I'm gonna join in with you I know all the words too um and we bonded over guns and chips the song because we can both sing it so that was fun but something. Words, yeah it was something but I am <laughs> glad to uh be past that that point, um, the birthdays in my family really are like bunched up. So it's obviously me in October, Roy in December, Dave and wait, January. when is your birthday? October. Mm-hmm. um Roy in December, Dave and January, and Bridget in February. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm tapped out. I'm birthdayed out. This is it. I did this to myself, yeah. but this is it. Um. Anyway,
1: Ugh. good um, for you.
0: For you didn't kill any children. No, I. I didn't. I didn't abuse them which is good. I was close, but it, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christy, tell us about your telehealth appointment.
3: Oh my God. Okay. So the last two weeks I've had um, sort of had like a nausea a little bit and um, vertigo off and on. And I just, you know, take a dram and it like goes away. And then on Saturday night, about like eight, I had a shooting pain in my ear and then I was like, Oh, I bet this is because I have an ear infection. Um, so that was good because, you know, you can just take some medicine and then it goes away. So I didn't want to go to urgent care and pay the $500, whatever no. thing that I have to pay to do it. Um, cause I have a high deductible plan, but my insurance has, um, telehealth through, their little website and one of the things that they could diagnose is ear infections. So, you know, I called up and um, got this woman who is in Kansas and she's a physical, what are they called? Physician's assistant.
1: Physician assistant. Yeah.
3: So I explained everything that's been happening and she said, you know, I really don't think you have an ear infection. I really don't. And what we do for ear infections is give antibiotics. And if you take antibiotics and you don't have it, it just it just messes with your gut health. What I do think is happening is that you're either having a stroke or you have a brain tumor. <laughs> what? And you need to get to the emergency room right away and have them do an MRI. What? And that I was is... like, it's what M- like WebMD says, right? It's either cold. Or you have cancer, like that's like yeah. the big joke. Yeah. But this is like a, Let's jump to the like craziest thing first, not <laughs> medicate the probable thing.
2: I'm not. And, I'm not entirely sure where this is going, but I feel like if it's going somewhere that bad, we probably wouldn't have buried yeah. it after the <laughs> sleepover story. Would have known this already.
3: Hopefully. So yeah, I mean it was, just, and she was like, "Do you have someone at home?" That is safe to drive you to the emergency room. Cause you need (sighs) to go right now. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Wait, because you had a shooting pain in the side of your head. I have those every day, all day. Right.
3: Right. Okay. She's like, I think something's growing in there. And I thought at first when she said that it was like, (laughs) you know how you can I've had this before. Like ear pain meant that I was like growing ear crystals or something weird like that. I thought that's what she meant, but it was that I had a tumor. (laughs) Oh my god. And I need to get that checked out. And mostly I'm like, I mean, what if I do I mean, because then I, I was like, no, this woman is crazy. Um, and then just laughed it off and then went to dinner with my friend. Um, but um I was just thinking like, if I'm going to have okay, I just got my nose pierced. I'm not taking it out for an MRI that probably isn't gonna happen. But did what I was gonna pay thousands of dollars. It's that on is a such whim. a
0: bizarre, like, jump to conclusions map. Like, what yes. are you doing? That is so
3: weird. And the person if, at the
0: ER
1: probably would not have sent you for an MRI. They exactly. Would have like, they would have have said an no. ear
3: infection. Yep. And um, she was like, you know, earlier today, I um diagnosed a kid with an ear infection, and he was crying and holding his ear. And you're not doing that. Well,
1: it's but because like, you're an adult. adult. <laughs> I had an ear infection for like six months last year. I never cried and hold my ear. Right, and
3: and it, I had taken an ibuprofen because it was like painful. So yeah, that helped you a little bit. The, That's so weird. Uh, yeah, so that's my experience with telehealth. How Don't does do your it. ear feel now? Um, it's. I mean, it's not shooting pain. It's just it's like, like adult pain. I'm. I'm seeing my doctor in real life next week about neck pain so whoa maybe the tumors in the neck i didn't <laughs> oh, think about that no. um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, so, so i will tell her this diagnosis and have her look in my ears <laughs> if they tell you to do that like if your insurance company nurse
1: or pa tells you to do that they should like waive the deductible like right they told oh, me to do this referral.
3: please don't charge me 500 dollars mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i don't know if that telehealth 4999 through united healthcare counts as a referral <laughs> i hate united healthcare so much yeah. and it sucks that we don't have a choice so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's yep. awesome yep, yep. Uh, so that's my weekend
0: yay. um <laughs> well Meredith had a different weekend she went to <laughs> she traveled to a different place than tele. oh my gosh i traveled Sleep to the River. most exotic of places
1: <laughs> um i went to ohio Whee! and that's why i wasn't on the show last week because we did a long weekend in ohio um Unfortunately, so last time we were in Ohio it was because one of Gregory's friends, uh, one of his best friends from childhood, his father died. And um, this time his mother died. So oh, God. Like six months apart or oh, something. Geez. That's terrible. It's awful. So mm-hmm. we tried to make lemonade out of this and decided to, to make it a long weekend. Um, we got an Airbnb, this adorable Airbnb in this little village um, just east of Dayton called Yellow Springs. And Yellow Springs is just a tiny little place with like 3,000 population. And also one of those people is Dave Chappelle. <laughs> so random. So <laughs> random. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's where he lives. And I would have been psyched about this, what, like 10 years ago, but not so much anymore. Uh, I think he's kind of awful and he needs to stop talking. But I'm a little bit more conflicted about him now because the reason Yellow Springs is so adorable and there's nothing but mom and pop shops there is because whenever they're in danger, he swoops in and saves them. That, so I mean, listen. Yeah.
0: People contain
1: multitudes dave chappelle is more multifaceted than i thought um and like literally so he's got a storefront there he opened his own little comedy venue and glass shop because he's uh, he's passionate about smoking and comedy so those are the two things involved in that building and it's like a house that he put this gorgeous stone facade on it's really cool looking and but there are like people with Chappelle yard signs in yellow springs because he they love him so much because of what he's done for the village like i kind of get it um you know there's not a walgreens or a target or any sort of corporate anything in sight the grocery store is called tom's groceries you know the 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 drug store is closed on saturday and sunday whoa there's like 17 wine shops there's some very good restaurant like surprisingly good restaurants it's a great little town like i really really loved it there and we rented an airbnb that was like built as an english cottage and it was like a block away from the main drag so we could just walk everywhere it was just so cute it was so picturesque and adorable and he's got gregory's has has a couple of friends who live there so we went out to this place called haha's pizza or (laughs) i think it's just haha pizza (laughs) <laughs>
4: but, uh, i don't know
1: why it's called that but it's been that way forever um i think we hit up every restaurant in the in the town uh for the four days that we were there but it was very cute and then we saw some people in dayton and the memorial was in dayton on sunday and we came back on monday so we were there like thursday night to monday afternoon nice and y'all really got was, a flavor of the town we really did um and it was maybe a half hour drive to Dayton. Um, it was just it was a really great time. We had a the 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 Airbnb was great except that the Wi Fi wasn't good because it's a tiny town. But they did have a very extensive DVD collection. So hey. I think I shared with you guys that we watched Powder for some
0: reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> then, that was like a joke so, movie forever. It was like I know. oh hey Powder. <laughs>
1: Gregory pulled it out, and I was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I don't know if this is a joke or not, but I guess we're watching Powder. And then I made him watch Ghost, because he never understands my Ghost references, which I make more than is reasonable. (laughs) And then we watched Sound of Music, but we both fell asleep before, like... Like, right as she got to the house, we both fell
0: asleep. So (laughs) we really didn't make it very far. I was going to say, that's a long movie. And I'm like, that's like 30 30 minutes
1: in. Yeah. I mean, we usually just watch stuff to fall asleep to, right? Like, we we stream uh, an old Star Trek so that we can both just fall asleep. The problem with DVDs is they loop back to the menu Mm -hmm. and play the same 30-second song over and over and over and over and over (laughs) and over and over. So I had to bust out the white noise app on my phone. 'Cause it was too quiet otherwise. Yep. Yep. But sleep aside, it was a really nice trip. And I would love to go back there in like the spring or the fall when yeah. it wasn't too hot or yeah. too cold. Because it was a little chilly to be walking around most of the days, but um gosh, that was a really like idyllic, gorgeous little place. Cool.
2: Nice. Yeah.
0: Ohio. My kids are obsessed with Ohio. I don't know why.
1: I mean I th- I feel like Rory needs to just hang out with us because we just are in Detroit <laughs> no. and yep. spend time in Ohio a lot. By the
0: way, Rory the other day was telling me he wants to be a music producer and I was like This is how the conversation went. This is quick. I was he said I want to be a music producer and I said, "Oh, like Rick." And I'm like I just couldn't conjure up his name. And he was like, "No, I know who you're talking about." I'm like, "Rick." He's like, "Not Ashley." I'm like, "Not Ashley." uh and he's I like, I said Rick Rubin and he said, "Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, he produced the Beastie Boys and some of my favorite Eminem M&M tracks." And I'm like, "You I am a terrible <laughs> parent. You know way too much. <laughs> Why do you know
4: this?"
0: <laughs> I was like, "Good night." Turned on the sound mm-hmm. machine, closed the door. You're crazy Bye. for this one, Rick. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um okay, late breaking. Bobby, you made lemonade.
2: Well, I felt bad because I didn't have anything in small talk and Meredith mentioned that she, you know, they made lemonade with this trip. They made the most of it under the circumstances. And I also made lemonade this week, literally. So I bought a bag of lemons because I wanted to use the juicer. And I made some simple syrup and made from scratch lemonade for the first time in i don't know since i was a kid probably from scratch
1: lemonade is so good yes Mm -hmm. it
2: was so great and so next time bigger lemons because i had to juice like a lot of fucking lemons (laughs) um but i made like two quarts of lemonade and it was there's still a little bit in the fridge and i made it a little extra strong so you can pour it over the ice and dilute it a little bit and get it just right Mm. I Speaking made of
1: juicing a million things, I made a key lime pie once, and I was like, "This is oh, not worth yeah, it." it. That's you that's... Juice, like fifty tiny, tiny limes. Like a... My nope. wrist
2: hurts. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna just cut that out. I All know, right. I know, I know. <laughs> uh,
0: well, Bobby, you're in the quite the beverage making <laughs> journey of your life.
2: I am. Thank you. Thank you to Will, and then uh, you know my coffee roasting. So. I do have, it's not really an update on coffee roasting, but I have this, this toaster oven and I'm still convinced, you know, it's like a convection toaster oven. We use it like an air fryer and it's big enough that I kind of think there's some sort of insert that I could put in it to do the bean roasting in it. Cause it gets super hot. Just like the bean roaster got super hot. It's got heat on multiple sides. I just need like something I can insert in there that tumbles the beans. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. The thing needs like a rotisserie attachment, a bean tumbler. Yeah, like an independent bean tumbler, but I don't know how you would put something in there that that's motorized. Turns, yeah, that turns at five hundred degrees. Or I'm whatever. imagining
0: the like lo- like the you know lotto pick thing that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they're just you turning. Just need around.
1: to make some, like, have somebody like just fabricate it for you, right, in a metal shop and put a, a handle on the outside.
2: And then we'll make a billion dollars on it because we'll sell it to everybody who's got one of these toaster yeah. oven things. Yeah,
0: yeah. TM, uh, TM, speaking.
2: TM. Of lottery this is a random aside but for people who are listening to this who grew up in new york state like i did you will be familiar with for the longest time the new york state lottery now they use like a rotation of random interns or something to do the lottery i don't really watch but the local news and the lottery drawing at night and it's always done out of nearby schenectady new york here to albany but for a long time the woman who drew the lottery balls uh, was a woman named yolanda vega And it was like, Yolanda Vega. Like It was a big thing every night. Every night. This is how big of a personality she has become, even in her post-lottery days. Her family was on Family Feud recently. (laughs) And it was headline news. Wow. (laughs) That Yolanda Vega was going to be on Family Feud. (laughs) It's very exciting. I feel like
1: whenever a hometown person is on a game show, like, I mean... When my friend Amanda was on Jeopardy, it was in it was in the L- Livonia news.
2: <laughs> sure, because Livonia has nothing else going on. Yep.
0: It's a big uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's February eighth,
2: twenty twenty three. Former New York Lottery star Yolanda Vega family win on Family Feud. <laughs>
0: so, yeah,
2: there's my big big news. Big news. Uh, and with well, that, I'll take yeah. you to the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> y-
0: Yolanda Vega, take us to the mailbag.
2: Yolanda Vega I'm not going to do any more names like that It's it's a lot We've just a couple of entries in the bad bag this week uh, From two people who we love And I'm going to just summarize their messages briefly Because um, they're wonderful But they're also long um, Justina Thank you for letting us know that you're still around Because yeah. we hadn't heard from you in a few months And yeah. life happens And things get busy And you took a trip And then things happened Um, I will note, so Justina sent us a whole little life update, which you are welcome to do, and we're happy to receive them. You can email us. Um, She got a call from her daughter that water was coming through her light fixtures. That sounds familiar. That happened to my
1: dad once when his roof was getting redone, and it didn't go so well.
2: Yeah, well, it happened to me in that apartment. She also referenced it being in a triple-decker, a very Massachusetts Yeah. Uh, And now they are uh, living with Justina. So hello, Justina's extended family. Welcome welcome to the show
1: on your house hunting.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And uh, Justina notes that she felt a pang of guilt last week. Well, she said actually a pang of not guilt. But a pang of wanting to fill in the gap of us not getting any mail. So, thank you, Justina, and yeah, uh, yes. everybody else. Help, help fill the void. It doesn't. We're not just leaning on Just Justina here. We want to hear from all of you.
1: Yeah, we want you all to feel guilty for not emailing. Us. <laughs> exactly.
2: I do love guilt. Uh, and in that same vein, we got a wonderful voicemail from listener Tedded, um, just uh, <laughs> reviewing. <laughs> Uh, just, just a full response to several of our episodes uh, worth of content, including discussion of the DVD of Sahara, um, which made me chuckle, Ted, be, Ted, excuse me, because um, <laughs> uh, Sahara has been coming up in my world since we read and then I watched it. Uh, it, it uh, there was a passing Clive Kostler reference on TBTL the other day. Wow. What? Uh-huh. Just they're listening passing, real quick what? um the levitard show actually there was a mention of sahara and then 10 minutes later somebody in the background just goes joy true was in that movie Which yes he was <laughs> have
1: we been just missing all these references because we didn't know I, I remember when I, was a, been happening?
2: when I was a kid and I didn't know what a pomegranate was, and then I found out what a pomegranate was, and then suddenly there were pomegranates everywhere in my life for like two yeah. weeks. Yeah, it's
1: confirmation yeah. bias. I'm yeah. just wondering if that's what's going on here. I don't think
2: so. I think I maybe think we just willed trendy. Clive Custler into having a moment. Yep. Yeah, I
1: think we I think yeah. it's our responsibility. Yeah. Yep. So you're welcome. I'm sorry? Clive. Wait, he's dead. <laughs>
2: Where the, the Clive Hive returns. <laughs> yeah so um ted we love you your voicemail um was like over the legal limit for what we can air without paying you royalties so um keep keep in touch um but we're not going to plug it in here because it um it was wonderful but it was quite long uh and with that we'll go to some of your answers from last week's question of the week we asked you all who your favorite president was and if you were listening to the show you knew that we were looking for answers beyond American presidents, but that's okay if you answered an American president. And Jonathan did. He said President Obama. Our
0: thanks, Dan, Obama. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why we say that, right? Yes,
1: yeah. I miss
2: him. Lane, he's still alive.
1: I know. <laughs> I just R.I.P. Obama. <laughs>
2: no,
1: I saw a clip of him
2: on <laughs> Kimmel the other day. I don't. I don't think it was recent, but just. God, maybe he'll be on the Supreme Court someday, President yeah. Obama. And then Lane says. Uh Alexis McGill Johnson, president, parenthetically and CEO of Planned Parenthood, or Eleanor Roosevelt, because she was the one propping up FDR's <laughs> presidency for a long good time. Choices. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yes. Yep. In that same vein, Carolyn said Edith Wilson. And she was like for sure the president. He was yeah. like yeah. a vegetable. No offense. Yep
0: you're racist. No offense to vegetables. <laughs> yeah, no
2: offense to vegetables. Uh Gene says today, Jimmy Carter.
0: Oh. I was like I mean, he is old as hell, but I when I got that push alert that he was in hospice care, I was like, Oh I don't know why. Yeah. It, like made me a little sad. He was the president when I was I'm always surprised he's still you know, alive,
1: but I am sad that he's on the decline. He was the he's president, president when I was dude.
0: born and there's a picture of me well, there's a picture of my mom and Jimmy Carter that I have, a picture of the picture. And there's a picture of um me with uh, what is her name? What is um, Rosalie? Um, Rosalind, Rosalind? Rosalind Car- yeah. Carter. It's my mom holding baby me with Rosalind Carter.
2: Aww. I know. I love how we you talk know. about American presidents, and it only is a matter of minutes before Hillary <laughs> finds a way to brag. <laughs> me, and then uh, a late add to this Gregory wrote. Eric S. Raymond, the first president of the Open Source Initiative, and I went ahead and pasted his picture <laughs> into the spreadsheet just so I could have it looking at me. Oh wow. boy,
3: what a Eric. face! He looks like that Cute. guy. What's his name? That's on Christopher Guest movies.
0: Oh yeah, Wait, know? like Chris Elliott. No, no, he does kind of look like. Dang Chris it!
2: Know, he has this a bit guy of a lazy eye, <laughs> a lot of forehead, a lot of, a lot forehead. of
4: forehead. He definitely he looks, looks very what? friendly.
0: He looks yeah. like a guy that would be the president of the open source initiative. He sure does. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: His teeth a... are multicolored, like <laughs> very... keep in mind that <laughs> interesting. All
2: other things aside, the mustache is an active choice. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh
3: yeah. That's oh, it. The guy I was thinking of is Michael McKeon. McKean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Totally. Does yeah. it look yeah, like yeah. him kind of?
3: Yeah. Um, I can see that. Okay. You're not crazy
2: so I mean, yet, uh no but. no the president <laughs> yes. of rap music i was expecting at least one
0: well rory <laughs> rory doesn't listen
1: sorry so <laughs> yeah he's
0: ready um
2: all right all right i guess
1: reagan was still president when
3: i was born unfortunately yeah. ford was when i was but then my favorite president jimmy carter became president after
0: that. yeah hmm. bobby you're a he, reagan you're a reaganite yes
2: yeah yeah not, not because i was born in 86 but because of my hard right politics yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you're a You're like i you love trickle down economics it's my favorite <laughs> it always
2: works
3: it always works uh.
0: yeah i'm trying to think so i think christy you're Ford, i think ann mm-hmm. and i are both carter carter's and you two are reagan's wait what would what would mike's have been like <laughs> Eisenhower <or something>. Lincoln, <laughs> Taft.
3: <laughs> what the year Lord was he born 1968 69 64 I, was, I feel 19? like we'd never
1: would have heard the end of it it was 69 yeah <laughs> no, sure.
0: there's no way it was
2: 69 mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, all right um, speak speaking of Mike actually uh as we go into medium talk here and Hillary I'll let you do the real intro for it <laughs> but we're, we're going to be talking about our last meals. <clears throat> and when we came up with this idea, which we definitely did not steal from Rachel Bell. No, or Table um, Manners. Yeah. Or anybody else who's used this gambit to fill an hour of uh, podcast time. Um, I, I, I mentioned on our call, you know, I've done this show before because I did this show with, with Mike and Matt on Takedown Podcast. And I, for the life of me, one, can't find what I wrote for that show, but I vaguely do remember what I wrote and I couldn't find the audio anywhere because of course it's all been replaced with, um, of cuts of big hero six everywhere.
3: <laughs> <What>? But <laughs> So really Rachel Bell copied takedown.
2: Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. who didn't, but yeah. so I did find like on one of those weird reaggregation websites of podcasts that it was episode 94, our last meals that aired on my birthday, January 5th, 2015.
0: Oh, you weren't. I you remembered weren't recording even, it. Gosh, you weren't even thirty yet. <sighs>
2: I know. I didn't have my haircut figured out, <laughs> and uh, the description from that episode I thought could could just be a little reflection on Mike. And as we go into this episode, uh, because I'm sure he wrote it, this description is: Let's face it; it's highly likely that the majority of the downers will one day stand trial for a murder. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be convicted, exhaust your appeals, and eventually have to choose a last meal. (laughs) Why not share your last meal choices with two immature assholes who have a podcast? (laughs) Sounds like him. Sounds about right. Oh, my. R.I.P. With that said, Hillary, please.
0: All right, yes. I mean... You did as good of an introduction as I would ever do. I, mm-hmm. um, I listen to the podcast table manners and that's one of their questions is what would be your last meal? And they also struggle a lot with people. Uh, they're interviewing celebrities and they're kind of like, okay, what do you mean? Like, am I being put to death or like I'm on a desert island or lot, I know yeah. people are very confused. like, like just whatever. Just, But actually the, the funniest one is... Um, Rita Wilson, you know, Tom Hanks' wife was... I mean, she's not just Tom Hanks' wife, but... That's I remember when his. she got COVID. Oh, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> she was <laughs> she on... She got COVID. She, they yeah. said, what would be your last meal? Or what's your last meal or something, however they asked it. And she had just gone to Sweden. And she was just... She was like, God, I just had the best meal. And she's describing... All of the dishes, like the starter was this, the main was this, the whatever. And they're like, wow, you really loved Swedish food so much that this would be your last meal. And she was like, oh, I thought you were saying, what was your last meal? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I thought it was gross. but, but uh, And I was so uncomfortable. You know when like a celebrity doesn't really understand and you're like, I'm uncomfortable right now. Yeah. Anyway, she played it off. But um, anyway, so yes. Uh, we, we thought it would... You know, it's we like talking about food here. it's And it's something to narrow it down. Although I really... Uh, preview, I really had uh, trouble interrogating myself on this one. Like, really, yeah, what would hard. I want? Because you want it to be special, but you just also want it to be something that you like. You know, that you're guaranteed... I'm not going to take any chances on this. So, anyway, um let's get it started. We're going to go this way. Usually, we do do round robbing, you know, where we go. Mm-hmm. But I we thought we should do complete meals in this one. Like what is your package? What is your meal? So Bobby, take us away.
2: Sure. I, so we, for context, we have a starter, a main, a pud. (laughs) Uh,
0: Dessert. Dessert. Stop. We're
2: Americans. (laughs) Uh, A drink. And then, uh, should, should they arise? There are some, there's a runner's up slot here. So if the prison commissary can't make your first choice, you can, you can fire your runners up in there. Um, I simplified this. You know, I remember for the takedown version nine years ago, I had sort of an extended multi-course feast that, but this is the crux of it. These were the root of it. And, um, this would be plenty for me. So, uh, I don't know that I would eat all of these things all at once actually, but I guess if it was my last meal, you know, why not? So my starter is chicken wings, simple mm-hmm. hot sauce, butter, fried extra crispy, good chicken wings, simple chicken wings.
0: Wait, what's your dip? you you're I can't remember. Are you blue are blue cheese, right?
2: Of course I'm blue cheese. I know, now. I sometimes
0: but you know sometimes when like you know that there's like a one choice that is like the definite choice, then I get it confused with the other choice. So sure. now yeah. I'm like, is it blue cheese or ranch? Blue cheese or ranch? See, cheese. You want a Pepsi?
3: Um, I have a question. From where? Do you have a you know, special place or do you make
2: it? the best it it matters less where it's from and more that it's done right so as okay. long as the oil is clean and hot and the person doing it knows what they're doing anywhere can do this because my biggest complaint about chicken wings is when people fuck around with the sauce, and they're like, "I'm gonna put 16 different kind of spices in this." Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no. Frank's Red Hot and butter, or even margarine, which Ew. is how it was done the first time originally. I know, okay. but that's how it was done originally. <laughs>
0: um,
2: and, and you know, margarine it, got... is
0: so like 80s, 90s. It's like, yes, we just yes. Had to take care of our cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's better so, for
2: us. Chicken wings, just well done chicken wings. If if they get to come from somewhere, then Gabriel's Gate. A bar in Buffalo and Allentown, Town. That that would be great. Uh, and then my main course. I didn't detail it in the spreadsheet here, but I will now. I just wrote Brinner. I I I mean, I am assuming the last meal is a dinner or a dinner time meal. It can be
0: whatever you can you want.
2: You well, could die in the morning, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, die into this <laughs> plate probably because it's going to be three over medium eggs uh, with a little bit of crispy edges on the fried eggs and some crispy bacon and some home fries and some thick white texas toast probably Uh, but just like a solid full breakfast spread uh eggs and eggs and bacon and toast
0: nice very simple
2: um i'm sure that there's like deep psychological reasons for those years i spent as a child in diners while my mom was working um and eating that kind of stuff but honestly even now when i'm home alone in the middle of the week while sam's gone i've told you i'm, I'm in a rhythm with just eggs and salad
1: breakfast yeah. for dinner is great mm-hmm. it's, it is my, so it's good. my
2: fraser it's my fraser special on tuesday and wednesday nights it's just <laughs> <laughs> tossed out and scrambled eggs uh because it's easy and it's an easy way to do protein for one person with some eggs yes.
0: yeah totally and
2: then to just eat a whole bag of one of those bag mixed salad things yep so yep. uh that would be it and then for dessert Uh, I would have chocolate chip pie. You'll notice that the selection I put in here is a link and you can open it because it's a very specific chocolate chip pie. It is from a company outside of Rochester or in Rochester rather uh, that is at a school for uh, kids and young adults and some not so young adults with special needs. They have a bakery and it's like a hands-on work environment thing. It helps fund the school, but it's also like a, an experiential learning thing um, that has the worst possible name, and I say this because I have family yep. who worked there, but it has the worst possible name: the Special Touch Bakery. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's not great. <laughs> That's not good. That's just, I understand what they were, you know, going for there. But
1: it's like yeah. calling it bad touch bakery. No for like, me. Well, what are
0: you doing?
2: This is an outfit through school of the holy childhood. Oh, no. Um, which is, you know, back when I was a kid and my mom actually worked there for a couple of years between other jobs. Um, it was still mostly run by nuns. Now it's, it's become much less sacred as the years have gone on and they're running out of nuns. Um, But they've also really beefed up their factory setting. It used to just be like a little kitchen at the school where they did a few different kinds of pie. And one of them was this chocolate chip pie, which was the dessert that my aunt who worked there would make sure we had it every holiday. Um, But now they're like a mass distributor producer that private labels for a bunch of restaurants and stores and things. So you can still get the chocolate chip pie. Can I buy these? Like, do
3: I have to go to Rochester or can I have this delivered?
2: you might be able to get it delivered if you order it. I don't know if they ship individual pies. They definitely do wholesale, so you could, you know,
3: get a hundred of them. You could do
2: that, yeah. And yeah. they probably yeah. come frozen or something.
3: I need to try the salted caramel pecan and the chocolate peanut butter pie.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I could just get my aunt Rose to ship us pies. So hell yeah, to okay. work Season on that. Works. <laughs> uh so yeah that's the chocolate chip pie and it's funny i had that thought and then i thought maybe maybe not and i texted sam and i said what should my dessert be and she immediately wrote back chocolate chip pie so (laughs) obviously, she knew it and then uh my drink i would have two drinks going um i'd probably actually have three drinks going because the brinner automatically comes with a cup of black coffee um (laughs) i would have a blanton's bourbon with one one of those dumb big ice cubes in them i don't make those here for home drinking but I would make sure I have one for this
0: you would really be entering your super hipster era, um, era if you were also making super big ice cubes with like a
1: mm-hmm. brand on them yeah. or something I yeah. have those but they're shaped like the death star
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's cool I so guess. you're a nerdy hipster <laughs> I yeah. Yeah.
2: yes 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 um, and then, of course, a Diet Coke. Like there was, I would have to have yeah. Diet Coke. So, yeah. So, I mean, Diet Coke blends and coffee all at once sounds like instant heartburn, but if I'm going to die anyway... Well, who cares? I mean, yeah, who cares? There's no consequences here. Yeah. Uh, and I did not have any runners-up. I, I thought about it, and it would probably just be like, fuck it, let's go have a fried smorgasbord. I mean, if this isn't going to work, then, yep. you know, we'll just work that deep fryer. I I, I gave you. up so much great food for this. I could have had the beautiful exotic or expensive cuts of meat or all those other things and then I thought at the end nope I just want my ultimate comfort meal
0: yeah yeah. you want what you want you'll be happy it's guaranteed nope. mm-hmm.
2: so uh, I'll leave some of the nice things to Meredith
0: yeah okay
1: um, I thought this was going to be hard but as soon as I started thinking about it it came right out so <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the first thing so for the starter I'm like obsessed with halloumi um it's good. which is the Me cheese too. that it's, really good. it's very salty it's greek um and i had it first when i was in cyprus when i was 10 um, my best friend was born there and so we got to go back and visit her family and they would make a halloumi salad with like tomato and cucumber and tzatziki sauce oh yum, yum good I need that you can also throw that in a pita and make it a sandwich um but just yeah, as a yeah. salad it's just fantastic um I would just maybe just have plain halloumi like that's my favorite part because it's salty and it's like got a really great kind of crust to it if you cook it right um it's that cheese you can cook and it doesn't melt so it yeah. gets a little yeah, bit yeah. of a, like a oh it's so good if it's like cr- kind of crunchy on the outside and creamy on the inside mm-hmm Meredith, there's
3: a place here that makes vegetarian fish sticks out of halloumi. Yes. A lot of places have
1: been picking that up. Mm -hmm. So I've been seeing it a lot more um, in a bunch of different places. So I'm into it. Um, And it's getting easier
0: to find at the store. Yeah. I feel Um, like I've been seeing it a lot more recently um, at like HEB or whatever. You know, it's not not so
1: rare. A piece will usually cost $10, which sucks, but Mm -hmm. it's a sometimes treat. And it's great. Um, So that would definitely be my starter. I think for my main, I would sous vide a steak or, well, honestly, somebody else would sous vide a steak (laughs) for me and then sear it. Um, And so for this application, I usually like a skirt steak or a flank steak with chimichurri. Um, You don't need, like, a super great cut. You don't need, like, a filet for this. Um, So... I guess I could do a filet or something really expensive, but it's really not necessary. Um, if you're just going to grill a piece of meat, um, sous vide me a, a skirt steak, uh, sear it, and then put chimichurri sauce. Bon Appetit's mm. chimichurri is like the best sauce I've ever had in my life. And I make it over and over and over. I've made it a million times and it's always wonderful. Um it's probably my favorite sauce. It works great as a marinade, but you can also just pour it over a steak that's already cooked, and it's just so good. I mean, um, as
0: Anne said previously, and I fully sign on to this, I like my food wet. <laughs> I, <yes>. want them. <laughs> I want but my food to be like wet. But it's just like this
1: herby, like it's just like, oh God, it's so good. I would eat it like as a soup right now. Um, I love mashed potatoes. I always have. So I'd like kind of like, red skin kind of i like Mm. them a little bit lumpy um with butter and i i think it's kind of because of uhf i always form them into a mountain and then put a depression and then i fill it with butter and then i cover it up and then it's like a volcano and it's like this means something you know that's what they do in uhf yep um salt and pepper on top that's just perfect and then my favorite Vegetable, this was tough because I love Brussels sprouts, but I also have been like super on a broccoli kick right now. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but i am been craving broccoli. So Gregory was like, Wouldn't it be broccoli? And I'm like, I think Brussels sprouts are the more enduring choice. Yes. Mm. You're just having a so flirtation with broccoli. I'm right having now. a mm-hmm. I'm having a moment with broccoli, but I think Brussels sprouts is like my long term love. Yep. So as long as they're roasted with like a little balsamic and a lot of salt,
4: mm-hmm. super into
1: that. So that would be my main And that's a pretty substantial meal. And this is, we know this is fantasy because there's no way, like after the halloumi tomato cucumber salad, I'd be full. I'm full. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to eat anything else. So this is a, this is a fantasy world where my stomach has no limits. Um, The dessert would be a pavlova, which is a egg white kind of fluff. It's like meringue with passion fruit curd, because we all know I love passion fruit very, very much. And passion fruit curd is especially good and especially hard to bake and fussy. So um, I did this last year or year before where I made little pavlovas with passion fruit curd on top. And they looked like over easy eggs. They were so cute. (laughs) And so I would do that definitely as my dessert. And for a drink, um, I wrote a gallon of mimosa. And then I decided, like, wait a minute. I have a problem with drinks that are supposed to be cold that aren't cold and with drinks that are supposed to be carbonated but are not so this would be magic mimosas <laughs> which are not flat ever and not warm ever
0: yes, yes. well you know this is all a fantasy so i think this so is that we magic it, yes this is yeah can i can make
1: whatever rules i want so this yes. is always fizzy and always cold
2: mimosa, Gonna, mimosa kegerator at your table
1: yes Bottomless Magic
0: Mimosa would be my drink. Magic Mike Mimosas. And if I didn't have to deal with
1: the consequences, I would probably just drink and drink and drink and drink and, yes. <laughs> drink, yes. and drink and drink It's my last drink, right? Um, I'm just writing so that down would... Magic Mike Mimosas is a possible. <laughs> I've never seen a Magic Mike, and I don't intend to, so you can stop inserting that into my, my dream meal. Um, as far as runners-up, I don't have a gallbladder anymore, so deep-fried things are just kind of off the list.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I used to really love mozzarella sticks, and so I think that would be kind of my runner-up as an appetizer because they just make me feel so sick. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh-huh. but they taste um, so good. They taste so good. So anything like on, I don't know, TGI Friday's at- menu yeah would probably be my runner up like mozzarella sticks are first on the list but like potato skins are deep fried and a lot of chicken wings are deep fried and like any of that stuff i would love 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 but i can't really eat it right now or ever (laughs) again
0: (laughs) 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 um well that sounds lovely all that actually sounds really good and that's a well-balanced meal you've got some veggies you've got some dairy um, yeah, I can't help carbs. but ha- like create a well balanced meal. <laughs> I, know. I have to have some fiber and some vitamins too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I'm gonna go next. So I was really interrogating myself, as I said, about what I would want, and I had this realization that, like, I think a lot of food is. I like all foods. I'm really not that picky, but I think most food is like fine. Like, I'm like, it's, that was good. You know, there was. It doesn't reach a level of like more than that was fine. The one food that really sparks joy in me, and honestly, it can come from most any restaurant like in Austin or Dallas or whatever. I just love Mexican food so much. Like that is my, that is my like, I'm going to go balls to the wall, like eat, like, like I've always said, if you watch me eat chips and salsa, you're going to be like, she's a monster. Why are we friends with her? Because it's like, I don't have a stop. I don't have a break when it comes to that so that's really where mine are centered it is not so well-rounded I tried to be well-rounded and it just was like no this is what I want so Mm. um my starter would be the 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 Texas trio the chips salsa and guac and queso um you know I particularly this is really Tex-Mex like (laughs) I I know I know but it really I know it's totally Tex-Mex I I really, it just makes me so happy. And I would like my queso personally, the one with the Jimmy Dean sausage in it. Yes, very, um, very authentically Cooked. Mexican. Um, you don't need to justify your last meal. Choices. No. Oh, it make me so happy. I would be so full. Like, honestly, if I make queso and then I'm like, and then we're going to have fajitas and then we're going to have this. I'm full after the queso because I just stand around the crock pot like dipping my chips in and then i'm like i don't feel very good anymore but yes like we said (laughs) in this fantasy world i'll still have um space um my next for my main again really trying to interrogate it i just love fajitas so much i love beef and chicken fajitas i get excited when the like you know they put on a little show for the fajitas like the (laughs) the big like uh Sizzle show Yes and I'm like Oh it's so exciting It's coming my way When I was little I used to be scared of it Like I was going to Burn myself on it But now it's just like You get so much food For you know The price of whatever And Dave and I often Will split them Because it's like it's enough food for both of us. And it's kind of expensive when you just order it for yourself. But then when you split it, you're like, this is great. And you get all the sides. I like, there's a place called, um, La Piscina here. It's too expensive for what it is. It's like in the proper hotel. It's, I only go with brokers because they're going to pay for me, but the fajitas are so good there. And the cheese makes me so happy when the cheese is like, they have, you know, some cheese on the, the meat. And it's like, sizzling so much that it kind of you know hardens a little bit and sticks to it and you scrape it off afterwards
4: oh it's so good
0: Mm -hmm. i'm such like the fat kid that's like scraping the cheese off of the cast iron like (laughs) skillet thing Mm -hmm. um so yes beef chicken fajitas um for my pud just getting my dessert um, this is, I don't like flan, so it would not be that. Or, and I don't love trace liches, so I'm not really going into the Tex-Mex vein. So I would say- You don't say, like a drippy cake? No, not really. Not so much. Although mine is uh, Kathleen's Cherry Cobbler. I do love it so much. Um, I It's delicious. It's like, again, what I want to do is truly, I just want to like, she can cut me a piece and I'll eat it. But I really just want to s- stand there with my fork and, like, eat at it. Which is, I know, it's family. I can do that. And I want mm. it with a side of, like, homemade whipped cream. You know, we always talk about mm. that. Like, the not super sweet whipped cream. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. So good. Oh, yep. so good. Um, and then my drink, kind of going back, is... I said birds and margarita. And, uh, uh, Meredith, I shall have my gallbladder. But I the older I get, I really could have... This is my problem with a frozen margarita. I love them. I can have one. I can have one. I always mm. want another one, but another one is always like I'm going to get heartburn or I'm going to feel sick if I get another one. Cause they're just like too sweet or they're just like, too. it's like having two slurpees. It's too much. It's too much sugar in my system. And I always regret it, but I love a big old trashy frozen margarita. Like put a strawberry swirl. I don't know. Go crazy. Mango. Sure. Um, Oh, wait. Actually, I have a question for you guys. Where you live, do they call them frozen margaritas or do they call them blended margaritas? Blended. Blended. Frozen. Frozen. I think it's a West Coast thing because when I moved to California, they called them blended. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what? I mean, I guess it is technically blended. I mean, yeah. I just, it was, uh, it was like a cultural shock to me. Um I do also like a really dirty martini. I mean, Bobby's seen me drink one with blue cheese olives, which is so like Mm. real housewives basic. To um, be fair, I've
2: also seen you eat chips and (laughs) queso. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: But I I just thought that the dirty martini maybe didn't mesh well with the... I don't know. I wanted a frozen margarita. Who cares if it meshes? (laughs) Um, So that's really it. The reason why I wanted to do a runner's up is because there's a sandwich that I have not had. Gosh. Okay. So Rory is eight in like seven years. Um, it's in Memphis. It's at an Italian grocery store, um, called Fino's. And in college, we used to go there all the time. I loved it so much. And they're really known for like, probably if I went now, I would definitely try more of the, uh, like Italian meats. Cause I do like I do like salami, and I do like it. I do like all that stuff. But for some reason, when I was in college, I was a little bit timid to try it, so I would always get the turkey sandwich. And they have that, Meredith. This would be tough for you. They have that really. Um, hard bread like the really tough bread that you have to kind of like yeah I love it but it's I
1: can't chew it. your jaw would be like yes
0: I'd be Um, so tired I'd have to take a nap (laughs) 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 my friends always call it like TMJ bread because you're just like yeah (laughs) Um, um, it's so good I I still remember in college they they accepted checks Okay. I guess I what? didn't have a day. I know. I don't <laughs> think I had an ATM card. I don't know. So I would go and I would get a half turkey sandwich, which which was huge. Like it was a half was just fine. A half turkey sandwich with mayonnaise. Sorry, Phyllis. I like, I like mayonnaise. And um, like, I guess tomato and cheese and a diet Coke. And it was 420. Um, nice. nice. <laughs> and I was like, this rules. And this is when I was really good about like, you know, doing the check, whatever, you know, where you were.
1: I feel called? like there was a time between like when I don't know debit cards were a thing and when
0: you had a check card like it wasn't yes. really it didn't yes, have no. a visa logo on it. Oh I think that's what I had, like a card, because it was like an ATM yeah. card basically. I did not have a debit card for sure. And honestly did they take credit cards i'm sure they do now but i and it's 19- probably the
1: chunk chunk machine that yeah, they had to take totally. an impression of your card <laughs> with
0: oh, yeah. uh, knuckle grinder things are the worst yeah. oh, those are the worst anyway so that is my alternative if i if i it, i always said that that would be like my last meal my mom always thought that was crazy that a sandwich would be my last meal mm-hmm. but it, oh it was so good i think that's great that sounds yeah, so good so that's that's my meal uh christy
3: Okay, so mine would start with um, my sister makes this cheese um, platter tray situation that is on a, um, a board that they made that's 10 feet long, so it would be Whoa. one of those, specifically it has to have um, honeycomb in it, some um, chunky salt like Himalaya salt, and mm-hmm. um, all the different kinds of cheeses, and good nuts, and... Um, Yeah, lots of bread and crackers. So that's how it started out. And then my main meal would be this lobster benedict that I had at a place in San Francisco called Sun and Gardens. I, uh, like that meal ruined me because I can't (laughs) stop thinking about it. Like anytime (laughs) someone says San Francisco, like my mouth just starts like salivating, remembering. You have to go. Mm. (laughs) I still regret that. Because what we did is my friend and I were like, oh, I'll, we'll get one sweet and one savory and like share. And so they asked if we wanted a full lobster and I was like, oh, we don't need that. I am I still regret that, that we only got half lobster. And I <laughs> normally don't like lobster. So that's what's also surprising. But I I have tried to replicate this and I just, I can't. And so. You just have to go me. back. Yeah. Um, so that with um, tomato basil soup from cafe minis that's closed years ago but you know this is imagination land of course and then a salad that has um, blue cheese vinaigrette some kind of like really crunchy sweet nut and cranberries and because I'm dying after this I can (laughs) have mixed greens otherwise I would just poop my pants so I'm going to poop my pants when I die anyway. So that's. Yeah. Who um, cares? Yeah. That's why I'm having mozzarella sticks. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Exactly. (laughs) Eat all the wild greens you want. Um. And then my dessert. Actually, uh, funny enough, I was going to say Kathleen's cherry cobbler, but I've never had it, so I felt like It's probably really good. Though. I know, like so much butter. When, oh, so when much butter. you see it, I can like smell it. Like I, it's I so really. When I came here, we went out um, with Kathleen, and um, I was like, I need. I need to have some of that compliment. <laughs> if I go to Dallas, we make compliment? it. And she's like, yes, of course, I'll make it for you. So yeah, oh my god, of course. I right. feel like I should
1: have said one of the pies that my mother makes because she is, she's like a pie. I mean, queen. I want. She really is like I want to see her and Anne go head to head because I don't know what I would choose. <laughs> I would be, be the really taste t- tester tough. in that contest. Yeah, I think it. that yeah. would be a really fun thing <laughs> because, because she really does make wonderful pies and they always turn out great. And I don't know how. Um,
2: Kitchen so, cage match. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. This. Maybe that's
1: my runner up from passion. But she would make a great passion for passion passion fruit curd pavlova. Boy, yeah, that's a mouthful. Um, but she would make that excellently too so
3: no. eh, we need to try it so yep. i uh i would say that um sorry hillary probably a good trace leches cake or a really good like vanilla um sheet cake with light frosting and then mm-hmm. um, my homemade vanilla bean ice cream
4: Ooh. Yes.
3: okay and runner up is Tony Roma's A Place for Ribs onion loaf <laughs> <laughs> uh, with their uh, Sweet Caroline
0: barbecue sauce. It uh, made me laugh because on the run sheet, it just says, <laughs> it just says onions. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I like onions as well. But that's <laughs> just, just a raw of... <laughs> onion.
3: <laughs>
4: uh,
3: yeah. uh,
0: I'll listen,
3: I'm so all... hungry now. <laughs>
0: I know. And actually, the thing is, it makes me think like it's like, Sophie's choice, like, uh, like I love Mediterranean food, Meredith. When you were describing the holy or like tzatziki uh, or like a Greek uh, chicken salad, I'm like, oh, I could go with that too. Yeah. Like that's there's there are there's so many choices. I know.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Can we
1: have
3: like ten last meals? Right? We just yeah, do like a week, I know, I need a round, week. Round, round robin. Um, Meredith, yeah. did you ever go to Lola's when you were in Seattle? Mm, with you, maybe. <laughs> they have a um they do shit it's mediterranean and they have um kebabs and one of them is halloumi cheese with red wine glaze and figs mm.
4: okay i haven't
3: had that and i feel like if i
1: saw it on a menu i would have to get it yeah you have to Oof. is it still there Mm-hmm. it's okay, the one of the can only we ones, do ones a of his trip
0: again please i know, I know it's so disgusting there the last time we were there, we were there <laughs> so and like lovely. the back of the car were are like Ugh, gross
3: the
4: food place is so bad the <laughs> i hate it is
3: disgusting <laughs> i know some people are going to listen to this and think you're telling the truth because there's all those like right wing like seattle okay. is dead like <laughs> okay we had somebody I, i'm not even going to talk about who or
1: what the situation was but somebody who thought that like there was still parts of seattle that were lawless and the cops had abandoned out of like <laughs> we've given up on this area like like the liar i mean what are you talking about (laughs) for the Uh, record that is not the case (laughs) just because
3: uh marijuana and mushrooms are legal here doesn't mean that it's lawless i mean they're legal here too almost
1: like marijuana is in ann arbor some municipalities have legalized mushrooms and Mm -hmm. no one's talking about it's because of the the protest the
3: chop Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 Yep. Oh, well. Come on. They can stay at home then. They don't need yep, to yes. come
0: here. Yep. I know. Yeah. Then you can all go get into the restaurants yep. easily. Yep. Um, all right. Anything else, y'all? I think we did it.
2: Just the question of the week.
0: I'm just... I need to go eat something Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, me too. I'm so... No. Okay. Yes. Question of the week. What is your last meal? Um, okay. Quickly. I'm going to do Tishy Recommends. Um, this... Became because I was listening to the uh, Who Weekly Patreon, which is actually really good, mm-hmm. and they were talking about true crime and how it's sort of like frustrating sometimes to watch true crime stuff because they're not solving anything, and uh, you know it just is like it, it just. But when you like get to weird the weird voyeurism, it, that's yeah, cool. I it, just, about it yes, and it just feels sort of weird. So Bobby recommended this. There's a documentary, but I listened to
2: the podcast because I was- Who Weekly Bobby, not me Bobby.
0: Yes. Who weekly Bobby, Bobby finger, mm-hmm. the best name in the world. Um, and, <laughs> and he, um, recommended this podcast called, um, the secret history. And they've done a couple of, I think that they, they did one on a plane crash, but they did the one on this ship called the Estonia. I had never heard of this and it was a ferry. I mean, I think it was like a, you know, a large ferry that, um, that was shipwrecked and, um, it it sank and like ninety five percent of the people that died and it was in nineteen ninety four. Like it wasn't oh. that long ago. Anyway, so it was a really interesting the guy did a really good job of investigating it. It's not necessarily true I mean I guess it is true crime, but he's he goes into all the different reasons of is why it a this crime? Well only in that they didn't um, allow the investigation to go very far because it was in the s- the waters in between like Sweden, Finland, and Estonia, and it kind of explaining like geopolitics at the time. Obviously, Russia had fallen. Estonia was a new um, democracy. Everybody sort of anyway, it, crime is not the right word, but like there's a little bit of bureaucratic crime maybe that went on with it, which sounds mm. tedious and boring, but I really enjoyed it. And it's a very like New Zealand English. Um, Great Britain produced kind of thing, so it just was nice to hear a different voice. I feel like I listen to similar voices all the time on uh, my podcast, and it was nice to hear I don't know a New, Ze- a New Zealand accent on uh, my thing. And also, I realized Dave was like, "That's such a weird realization," but um, one of his producers is named Paul, and I think somebody that has like a um, you know an accent from anywhere that was colonized by uh great britain when they say the word paul they say <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time <laughs> and there's like no l in it it's just like oh anyway it was i thought it was really good i listened to it on spotify or whatever so secret history of the estonia if it's a very interesting all
2: right all right and with that we always say we're going to do a short show, then we don't do a short show, then we blame who's not on the show. No, and <laughs> short show.
1: Yeah, it was my mm. fault last time I heard.
3: <laughs>
2: Whoever's not on the show, we blame them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
4: <sighs>
2: Find the show at thisshowhaseverything.com. Join the Facebook group where we'll have a rousing discussion about last meals. I can already tell. Mm-hmm. Search for this show has everything. The show Twitter is fuck Elon Musk. We're out. Mike drop. Email us at show at gmail.com. That's where you can send us a voice memo. Tedded, we're so glad you did this week. A little shorter to get it on the show. <laughs> just a little bit.
0: Uh, step on the um, your, I don't know, recorder. Subtract 20, and there you go. No,
3: I'm just kidding,
4: So
2: <laughs> you know you t- We're not telling you to lose minutes. We're just saying. No. <laughs> yeah.
3: Tighten it. Tighten it up. Tighten uh, it tighter. But not too tight. Not tight everywhere.
2: (laughs) Fax me your feast at 617-354-8513. Find us at AOL keyword Tishi. And with that, thank you for joining us. Uh, And since it's the last meal episode, that really was everything. Bye.
4: Forever. Uh,
5: It must have been a ghost Guess it must have been a ghost. You know this girl who does the lotteries, uh, the lottery balls in. Uh... Yolanda Vega! Yolanda Vega! And the new. I am obsessed with Yolanda Vega. Well, Yolanda Vega. And Yolanda Vega! <laughs> that is a great name, isn't it? The best. I'm changing my name to Yolanda Vega. Yolanda Vega! Okay, here we go they want to get more people like Yolanda Vega you know to handle this lottery thing mm-hmm. so they're holding the first ever virtual search for new dream talent my god this is turned into a monster this uh, it, she's on just once a night right yes. or is she on throughout the night
4: no but why I, I just I just want to see Yolanda Vega, Vega.